And now, let's begin. I have uh, zero gravity in the station, and also my co-host, Melissa. What's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Now, tell me, I learned about you guys from a concert at the Blue Room in Secaucus, New Jersey, some weeks ago. With all of you being in high school, on a monthly basis, about how many concerts are you able to put on? Uh, usually about two to three. Sometimes three to four. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. What about when um, winter break and summer vacation comes around? During summer, we play a lot more shows. But during winter break, we'll usually go down to the studio. You guys formed through the Rocket program. Please explain how long ago when you first started attending the Rocket program and what the competition was like. I started doing that three years ago, only playing guitar, but about two years into that, I started playing bass, too, to get more songs, but then I stopped playing guitar altogether. Competition was, uh, it wasn't intense, but it was there. It was sort of awkward. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, you get nervous during rehearsals because everyone's just standing there watching you. You know, I joined about, you know, three years ago, and, you know, I'm still doing it, still having a fun time, so, yeah. Yeah, me and Jack left about a year ago or something, Steven. <laughs> okay. Now, like, what was the demographic like with uh, metal people compared to, like, rock people? Well, let's just say uh, me and Alex like Slayer, and we played Lady Gaga. Multiple occasions. Wow. Was it, like, a metal version of Lady Gaga? Moderately. Moderately. Rock version. That's brutal, man. <laughs> now, any words, uh, Melissa? What do you have to say about that? Um, I mean, I'm kind of a Lady Gaga fan, so don't don't be hating. But uh, <laughs> um, I think the, uh, I was reading up on the Rocket program, and I think it's awesome. You know how you guys got in, whatnot. Um, and yeah. Okay. Now, does everybody who signs up for the Rocket program get accepted? No. 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 It's a whole audition process, you know, to get into the program. Every like, time you do it. And then it's like waiting four weeks to let them know if you get in or not. Yeah, it took me a while to get in, the, you know, <laughs> the program. The first three times I auditioned, I didn't make it. I bombed all of my auditions, yet they still let me in for some reason. But, like... How much percentage of people that apply actually make it in? 50% or something, maybe. I think less than that. 25%. Well, I think a little, a little more. I don't know. A little less than a little more than what you think is a little less than a little more. Yeah. <laughs> what were the eliminations like? You show up and then they say you're in or you're out. Yeah, usually they send you, like, a letter or something saying, like, if you got in or not and what songs you're doing and sometimes who else is in your band. Was it kind of like a Battle of the Bands type scenario? No, it was just a show. Yeah. Like, different bands play. Like, a band would go on and do, like, maybe three songs and then they'd switch off and another band would do, like, three songs. Some bands did, like, 18 songs. What are you talking about, like... Some grindcore band where it's like no, a million no, versions no. of you suffer by Napalm Death or something? It, it, That'd be awesome. That would still be only five minutes. 
Yeah. It's very versatile, you know. There's some jazz bands, there's rock bands, there's metal bands, and lead Gaga bands. Yeah, and then the kids that are told that we're gonna play Megadeth and play Lady Gaga. Yep. Us. So, did you feel like um, at that point, were you singing? No. Only reason I started singing was mm-hmm. because Alex can't sing, and he said we need a singer, so I started singing. The singer for the. The person that was supposed to be the singer in our me and Jack's old band never showed up to re, to the show, so I was like, "Dude, you have to sing because yeah. I can't sing and I don't know any of the words." So. so, so that was my singing debut. It's pretty funny. Oh yeah, the video is atrocious. <laughs> you mean the one with like the zombies and stuff? Nah, this was this was way long ago. Tell me about this older video then. This was it when was we a, were it was in, a live show. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, you guys come to this. <laughs> <laughs> this was when me and Alex were in noise pollution. And that was a very amusing thing. It was very fun We did that Lady Gaga focus. song. Yeah. <laughs> oh, which one was it, though? Uh, it was Bad Romance. Was it? Yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> I remember watching that video. <laughs> He didn't sing that. I didn't sing that though. Yeah, no, no. That would have been great. <laughs> we should cover it. Uh, no. <laughs> Yo, did you cover any Megadeth songs? Not until we were in Zero Gravity. Yeah, that was our first show. We covered uh, Peace Cells. Cool. And then She Wolf. And then She Wolf, and that was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Never again. Never again. You ever think of maybe covering The Conjuring? That would be great. I don't know how we would pull that off, but that would be awesome. Cool. Why don't we um, motion towards um, your live set? What what kind of songs do you plan on playing tonight? And please describe some of them. Brutal. Basically, the songs that aren't on like our CDs. Because like no we didn't get a chance to go down to the studio yet and do our more brutal stuff because we didn't yeah. know that like the next time or how rapid we we're gonna go into the studio. So. When we went in, we just recorded our most radio-friendly songs, and we play our brutal stuff more, confuse everybody. Excellent. Um, why don't we play uh, some of the stuff from your CD while you guys uh, get ready to uh, perform? Cool. All right. Now, tell me, what is the name of the third track on your CD? Running from my past. Running from my past by Zero Gravity. Yeah, it's our demo CD. Here we go.
And uh, let's hear uh, Zero Gravity. Take it away. Here's the singer. Here they come.
right before my eyes I tried my hardest to make it stop There's something stopping me in my tracks I tried my hardest to make it stop No excuses, no guidance, no freedom, no security, no mobility, no security, no freedom.
So guys, um, got any uh, more strength to for another song, or shall we hit back into the interview? Okay. Okay, we're back, and we just heard a live set from the guys in Zero Gravity. Tell me, what were the songs you played? Um, we played. We started off with Here They Come, and then played End of May, Help, and then Storm. And um, did you um, change them up a little bit, or are they usually like that? Like, sometimes I notice some bands... Uh, rework some of the arrangements for certain shows um well, sometimes we you know change them up sometimes we'll do that but we haven't really practiced in a long time so how we played the songs that we've been playing for the past couple months how often do you um alternate like the arrangements in your music when it comes to live sets usually never the only things that we'll actually like really mess around with is uh what will usually we'll intro with something but they like to tell me a different song and then start playing another song. Okay. Now, you have a professional music video for Running From My Past. How did your band set this up? And uh, is there a second music video in the works right now? Steven, your turn to talk. Well, I mean, um, you know, we thought it was time to do a music video. And my dad uh, knew a guy. We asked him to do a music video. And, you know, he loved the idea. And we started working on it right away. Yeah. And uh, hopefully we can have the same guy come down in maybe a few months or a couple weeks, and uh, we can shoot a video for Here They Come because I want to be a zombie. You gotta record that song for his Jack. I know. I want to do that too. You don't have a um, studio recording of Here They Come yet? No. no. That's like our newest song. Yeah. Was that actually the last song we wrote? Yeah. With you. Yeah, with me. <laughs> Well, tell me, guys, your song, Here They Come, it's about zombies. What do you think makes a great zombie film? Gore. Lots of killing and stabbing in the eyes and in the head. Extreme corniness in those really cheap zombie movies. (laughs) Those are the best. Like, with the really bad special effects. So are you guys into, like, Day of the Dead and Night of the Living Dead? Hell yeah. yeah. I'm a film major, so I love all those movies. Now, personally, though, Romero or Fulci? Romero. Romero. Yeah. It's because I know more of his movies. Romero's easier to say. (laughs) (laughs) What would you say uh, was your favorite out of, like, The Night of the Living Dead uh, and Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, and also, like, Land of the Dead and Diary of the Dead? Shaun of the Dead. (laughs) (laughs) That was a winner. I really like Diary of the Dead. That was a cool one, I thought. Because that was kind of, like, realistic, kind of, you know what I mean? Like, I could see that kind of happening. Like, Dawn of the Dead was kind of realistic, too, but I don't think zombies would be bolting at you if they're, like, decaying skin. I think they'd fall apart or something. But Diary of the Dead just seemed, like, creepier. Like, they just show up and just, like, you won't even know if there's, like, 18 of them behind you. Now, tell me, guys, if you got turned into a zombie, what do you think a day would be like? chasing after people at the mall would be like oh, be the best thing ever Hungry. well usually when people see me at the mall they tend to run away anyway so I don't think there'd be much of a difference <laughs> I, might, I might smell worse though <laughs> I'd probably be hungry 
Nothing yeah. really new there, Alex. <laughs> True. No, that's me. Now, what are your favorite zombie movies besides the ones we've mentioned? Um, is this newer one that I like? You know, Zombieland. Zombieland. Mm. Yeah. The movie's cool. Yeah. It's not really a horror movie though. It's more of a comedy. It's still awesome. Yeah. It's still awesome. I feel like it's spoofing mostly like the yeah. era movies yeah. and stuff like that, and that's one of the things that just makes it awesome. I also like the TV show, uh, The Walking Dead. Yeah. yeah, I'm really upset we're missing that right now. <laughs> Is it more extreme than, uh, say, like, Return of the Living Dead? I'd say probably. Because, you know, it's longer. Like, most zombie movies, it's like an hour and a half. But this, it's, like, what? By now, like, 48-hour zombie movie. So it just never stops. <laughs> I see. Like, with me, though, like... I love Return of the Living Dead, the first one, just because of all the punk people in it. And I really feel like there's not enough punk and metalheads in zombie movies. There needs yeah. to be more. That's yeah, what I say. You need more mohawks chasing you. Yeah. Because that would be scary. Now, I found this cool t-shirt. It's a zombie, but he's like a punk rocker. And it said, punk was dead, so I have to get it. That was just amazing. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> now, you've been featured in a good number of pages in the Aquarian. Tell me, what are three publications that you see your band entering the pages of come the end of 2013? Well, it's sort of hard to say because we just got nominated for a Best Underage Band in Asbury Park. So we're probably going to have our name just spit everywhere for a while. I don't even know how to categorize that. It's a pretty huge award. Even though we're just nominated, our name's going to be in a lot of places. How important is the music scene in Asbury Park? Vital. There's not much else to play. <laughs> we play Asbury Park in Sea Caucus. <laughs> Starland sometimes. Yeah. You know, and other places. Not anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> maybe next April or yeah. something. And, you know, any other places we can, you know, get our... <laughs> you like on. to play places. You can book us. Now, what's an easy way of booking you guys? Calling our manager yeah, or just, Facebooking him. Yeah, if you just go on our Facebook, you can just write on our wall. We're on there every day. <laughs> yeah. We don't have lives, so we're always on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> That's quality. Now, when one of you comes up with an idea for a song or like a part in a song, how much compromise is involved with the other members in preserving the original vision of the person who came up with that idea in the first place? Uh, fist fights. <laughs> <laughs> well, them two sort of fight over, nah, this part should be in this time signature. I'm just like sitting there like watching Adventure Time with Steven's little brother. And then I show up and just sort of play whatever I want. <laughs> and it fits. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how to keep time in songs, so when I write a riff, I don't know, it's in some, like, 18 over 7 until I show <laughs> him it. And he's like, what, the, what are you doing? So then I have to explain it to poor Steven. Yeah. And then they're all confused. I'm like, dude, it's just... <laughs> what time signatures do you find most profitable for songwriting for Zero Gravity? I, I, I wouldn't know. I mean, they're all well, different. When Alex first gives us a riff, 
It's usually in some crazy time signature that I cannot count to. So then after fist fights in Adventure Time, <laughs> it usually ends up being in standard, but some songs are just have backwards time signatures that I don't even know. Can you explain some of these wacky time signatures just so people can understand the craziness of it? Like with that that song we just played, Here They Come. That song's all weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. It took him about 18 tries to <laughs> get the count in right. No, you know what the best? The best was when we first played Running From My Past. You know the one breaking it where it's uh, right before the big pre-chorus, like it drops and goes, the dilla, 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 dun, dun, dun. that took hours to get down. <sighs> Just because I was like, hey, let's make fun of a Muir and play this very ugly chord. So yeah, like, we wrote okay. that song before a show because our set wasn't long enough. And it becomes like the night before our song. song. I see. Now, in three to five years from now, how do you see most bands earning money? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Everything is getting more and more onto the computer, so. Which kind of sucks. I like I vinyl and cassettes. And Not CDs. even that. Like live, <laughs> like live shows. It's just getting just less lively. Like, no one's showing up. No one's, like, buying your merch. It sucks. But, I don't know. They're probably going to start charging Facebook promotion, so. I think they already are, actually. Oh, that's stupid. Melissa, what do you see? I mean, I th- first off, I want to say, like, after hearing those couple songs, I think you guys are really, really talented. Um, Thank you. Um, and yeah. I loved watching you guys, like, you know, to the listeners, these guys look like they're having an awesome time playing, and it's just enjoyable to see that. And it's it's really nice seeing a band like that because you don't always see it at concerts and everything. It's a job to them, but to these guys it really looks like they're having fun, so, yeah. Okay. Now, what types of obstacles do you see for established musicians in the near future? Making money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and selling CDs, you know? Yeah, because everyone's still making CDs, and as much as I would love for everyone to be all like, okay, let's actually go to the store and buy it. It's all like, you torrents. So, no one gets any money. Everyone knows your song, but yeah. then they can all just go on YouTube and watch the show, so they're not coming out to see you, and then people know your songs and you don't even know. <laughs> now, besides, say, free tickets to concerts and maybe a patch or, like, an autograph on an album, what is, like, some sort of thing that you could almost, you'd hope that it guarantee a sale of a physical album. I just want like I don't want to sound like I want money because I don't because that's not what I'm in this for. I'm in it because I like to play music and I like to scream at people. <laughs> in case you haven't noticed. So, but at the same time, it's like buy the album, dude. I think an album should be played as a whole piece, not just, you know, pick out the hits and listen to that all day. I like yeah. to have a hard copy of what you made, not just floating on the internet somewhere. We spend hours writing every song. Like, we didn't just write Running For My Past and then just spit out a bunch of other songs. Listen to the whole album, buy it, have <laughs> when some we, sort of respect When we for make the band. an album. <laughs> yeah, when we make an album, whatever that will be. Yeah, our stuff's free now. Yeah. So. Yeah, our stuff's free, and then we wonder why we're broke. <laughs> 
about how many songs have you guys do you have ready to play at a concert? Ready to play at a like concert? Twelve or thirteen. 12, yeah. Yeah, mm. About 45 minutes worth. We haven't ever been asked to play for an hour set. I don't even think we have enough songs to do that. Me and Steven, we have his... He lives like 18 million miles away from <laughs> us. That's, that's <laughs> rough. <laughs> so, yeah, sometimes you know Seaside? What? You know Seaside? No. I do. <laughs> 20 minutes south of there. Okay. So sometimes I'll just go and hang out with Steven and we'll write like eight songs. Yeah, and then I'll show up, and it's gonna be all these crazy songs that I now have to learn. In your favorite time signatures. Yep. Oh, oh yes, yeah. definitely. Sixty-nine, forty-two. <laughs> for two bars, and then switches to a four-four for two beats. <laughs> and it goes to one measure in the Egyptian-Hungarian scale fourth mode. One point seven over three. <laughs> That's our new song, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> The thing is, they're probably not joking. <laughs> I'm going to have to learn that. Who cares? Well, You're a bass player. You can play anything. I know. <laughs> My ugly bass lines. Now, what plans do you guys have come high school graduation? Are you going to be um, going to uh, nearby colleges? Or like, is one of you going to go to like Arizona or, or Seattle and like... The other two you guys are just being like Jersey or something. I actually have a serious answer for this. Um, what I'm going to try and do for uh, junior and senior year of high school is I'm going to try and go to the vocational technical school and uh, start taking classes for like digital recording or live sound, engineering. Because if I pass that, I'm guaranteed into Berklee College of Music up in Boston. So that's what I'm going to try and do. I, I, I still have no idea. I've, I'm still. Steven, not, you're gonna be a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in middle school, so you know, you know, I don't know. Would he be like one of those crazy dentists in like one of those horror movies? Yes. With, uh, uh, don't don't even talk about that movie. The dentist ever see that? Um, not yet. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> like it's corny, but it's not. It's like '80s corny. It's like a whole other level of corny. But the 80s were like the peak of Western civilization, dude. Don't even talk about that movie either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean like the decline of Western civilization? Yeah. Oh, dude. That was terrible. It was awesome, man. Part 2 sucked. Dude, it had like Dave Mustaine in it and Chris yeah. Holmes. But they were too yeah. drunk to know they were there. <laughs> it was still amusing. I'd have to see the I first know. one. I think the best part was with that guy or chick, I don't even know who it was, with the <laughs> with the weird hair that like all the people like, Yeah, I'm gonna be famous in like two years and we had yeah, no idea who they that's are. That's the best, like all these bands that are like Dude, Odin man, Odin. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that oh the end credits where they're all like Man, we're gonna make it, we're gonna try trying it blah, 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 blah. and then like every band is saying that yet we only ever heard of Point two of them. Kiss and Megadeth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and also Wasp. Chris what Holmes. What are they doing now? I think the Crimson Idol 30th reunion, or no, the, the 30th reunion, or 30th year or something. Dad's glaring at me. I'm dissing Wasp, and he's all like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, I got like this crazy, like, vinyl album with Blackie Lawless and Chris Holmes autograph, man. Nice. I don't have that much autograph stuff. <laughs> I got Brian Johnson's autograph, so I'm happy. How do you how do you uh, acquire that? 
Um, it was at a, at a, he wrote a book, so it was at a book. <laughs> <laughs> it was at a book signing. Only thing uh, I think I actually have autographed. I have Mike Portnoy from Dream Theater signed uh, my favorite DVD, The Lion Scenes from New York, and uh, the Dream Theater book. And I also have a uh, Megadeth, uh, United Abominations tour, Gigantor 2006. I had there was like a huge VIP thing, and they signed my poster. I got a free pick because I was all like eight. I was eight and saw Dave Mustaine, and I was all like, because <sighs> I like didn't know what to do. Because yeah. <laughs> I was all like, you're famous, and you're in New Jersey. <laughs> Who comes to Jersey? Dude, Chris Poland or Marty Friedman? Chris Poland. Chris Poland. Chris Poland. I'm not a guitar player. And Chris Poland's just stupid good. She's <laughs> like, Pol no, you shouldn't be able to do that. No. Chris Poland's all like, I'm going to play jazz fusion. And be all like... No, he's like, I'm going to play 18 notes in one bend. It's <laughs> like, dude. Mar Marty Friedman's all like, That's my talents aren't uh, being used in Megadeth, crazy eight-finger tap solo, and then move to Japan and do Japanese pop. Coming from someone who loves Japanese pop, Marty Friedman is a disgrace to J-pop. Kiari Pommy Pommy, where it's at. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's making, like, those girls in Morning Misume look bad when it comes to J-pop. That's yeah. disrespecting them. That's disrespect. Oh, yeah. KPP's where it's all about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm joking? Maybe. Ask them. I'm not. Yes, they, he is not joking. <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> I'll start playing, like, just the stupidest music, and Stephen will try to, like, understand and be all like, okay, maybe that's pretty cool. Alex is like, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'll just, like, start playing Devo. <laughs> I'm like, Black Flag. <laughs> mm. How about Fear? Yes. I believe I'll have another beer, please. Yo, dude, wouldn't it be awesome if, like, you're at, like, a shop, right? You're at, like, the meat counter, and, like, wait, wait, I'm, I'm, keeping, I'm keeping on going. Like, they were playing beef bologna at the meat counter, man. Wouldn't that be insane? <laughs> no, they should play six-pack at every liquor store. That's Black Flag. Only good. you can make it happen. Hey, well, dude. you know what? I'm talking about Black Flag. Beer is kind of cooler. But Henry Rollins. Yeah, yeah. Henry Rollins stuff sucked. <laughs> 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 Steven, what do you have to say about that? Do they suck and go... I'm no clue. Uh, Anthrax. <laughs> uh, Anthrax and ACDC. King's X. King's mm. X and pizza. Now, dudes. Belladonna or Bush? Belladonna! Good. Bush. <laughs> oh, no, you need Neil to get Turbin. out of the room. I'm sorry. <laughs> Neil Turbin. Neil Turbin. Yeah. <laughs> that guy that was in the band for five minutes. <laughs> Yo, you ever heard that uh, Ball of Confusion song with um, John Bush and Joey Belladonna? No. Oh, no. oh it exists, man. It's like a Temptations <laughs> oh, cover. Oh, it exists, man. <laughs> I'd hope so. No, there was supposed to be like this tour like in 2001 where like both John Bush and Joey Belladonna were going to tour together like in Anthrax, but it ended up being like, I think either Joey Belladonna or John Bush didn't like the money that they were being offered, so it was kind of like... It never and they happened. Forgot Joey Belladonna's phone number. <laughs> yeah. So they didn't call him. Dude's favorite Anthrax album, though. Among, Among the, the Living. Oh my, we're gonna have the arguments all about this, but yeah, Among the Living. Even though I love worship music, worship music is a great album. It's Dude, it's spreading, man, Dude, spreading. I could that, beat your that argument. Was him. One, I could beat your argument right now. Imitation of life. Imitation of life. Magician. That riff. 
Gung ho. Your argument's done. ADI. Oh, I guess your argument's invalid. Yeah. <laughs> Madhouse. Your man. argument's done. I'm on the living. You, you can't argue all three of us. Yeah. Not gonna work. It's not going to work. Because he's stubborn. No. He's stubborn, and I'm stupid. Well, you know what I do hate? Every song on <laughs> Among the Living is great. There's maybe three songs that suck. He doesn't like Lone Justice. Is, no, Lone Justice like sucks. What about The Enemy? The Enemy is a great song. After but shock. Imitation of Life. <laughs> yeah. I gotta go with Alex. Better like production. Like, I'm a freak with that. Like, I, care I like Charlie like Bonate's, like, double bass. On He's on both, album. dude. <laughs> How about Persistence <laughs> yeah, I, now? I, I, I wouldn't know. Oh, I love Persistence. Uh, that's his time. album. That's a good album. But I, I, I like State of Euphoria better, though. You like State of Euphoria yes, better I, than Persistence? I like that. that explain. You need to explain that. I don't know. I just like the songs on that. Like, too happy. Be all, end all. Now it's dark. Be all. Be We're the disco band. <laughs> I mean, anti-social rule, but that's a cover. No, no I hate that song. <laughs> no. I love that song. If the coolest I, thing about that song is If I hear Palladia play video. that one more time, I'm going to break a TV. I love that song. Though. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't bring the CD with me. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. Now, um, Rider Master. Ride the Lightning. That's tough. Yeah. Ride the Lightning. Because, like, that's tough. I think Ride the Lightning's a better album, but, like, Master Puppets is, like, Damage Incorporated. He hates Metallica, by the way. Oh, yeah, I'm Team Megadeth, by the way. So, for me to give Metallica props is a miracle. This is, like, second coming here. Ride the Lightning has Fade to Black. I'm about to kill, kill them all. Yeah, kill them all. Let's kill them all. No, Ride the Lightning's my favorite. Don't forget about no. Fight Fire with Fire. Yeah. I just said that. Sorry. <laughs> like, they never open up with a song off Master Puppets, but their last 18 tours, Creeping Death. Let's talk about Slayer albums now. Yeah, let's talk about Slayer. <laughs> okay. Now, do you feel like, um, after Hell Awaits, like, Slayer went south? No. What do you mean? What? I don't know. Sometimes I see like things on YouTube. It's like, what? dude, man, Slayer died after like Hella Waits, man. No, that, no that, that's, that's because dumb. On, yeah. that's just dumb. Because on Hella Waits, they're all like echo and reverb. Because let's sound like Venom. And then Angel of Death is all like, <laughs> yeah. How are you gonna say that when Raining Blood? Just... <laughs> no, that's Jesus. just it's not a question. Yeah. That's, no. <laughs> I like Seasons in the Abyss though. Seasons in the Abyss is a great album. Yeah. That's maybe, a winner. maybe people always like complain and how like South of Heaven isn't as good as Rain and Blood. I like South of Heaven more than. Well, I mean, seasons. it's a slower yeah. album though, too. I like well, how are you seasons. supposed to top Rain and Blood? You don't. Well, maybe you go faster than that and have an even shorter album. But you don't <laughs> want you don't you, you don't want to overdo method. it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What about Divine Intervention, though? That's my least favorite. But what about Ditto Head? It's my least favorite album. <laughs> I'm not saying I hate it, but it's my least favorite. Let's talk about World Head Painted Blood, because that is a great album. Nah. It's you good. really think so? I love that album. But it doesn't compare to, like, the 80s stuff. Well, that's because we're not in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, I wish we were, though. Right? I don't. My, right? No. 90s. 90s. I think World Painted I like Blood 70s and, and 80s. God Hates Us All, like, they're cool, but... When you listen to it, like, constantly, it just gets boringer and boringer. Because all the songs start sounding the same, and you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, Disciple Rule. 
Yeah. Yes. Like, I could listen to every song of both albums, but I can't listen to the whole album all the way through. Then I just get bored. Is it legit, that version? It's the one from the studio, but, like, your voice is younger, like, sounding. Is it still Tracks East? Yes. Oh, well, then it's good. I don't care oh. about that. I thought you meant, like, my bedroom. Why demos. would I put that on a CD? I because you're stupid. So is that track four? Sto- track four is might might be storm. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know. Well, we didn't play that yet then. Yeah, so. I have no idea. What track is cracker. Okay, here we go. Okay, we're back. Now tell me about that song we just heard, guys. That, that was is our, our first, first song we ever finished. Yep. Yeah. Uh, while we were playing live, the one song that we played, Help, 
That was the first song that we've ever uh, that written. That I wrote for the band. And I think that's uh, one of the only songs that is a Alex-only written song. That's the one song that me and Alex, I mean, me and Steven were in all like, let's change this completely. Hmm. But then Storm was the first song that we actually actually wrote as a song. And, like, really finished. And, had and first played. First played. That was the first original played song yeah, at a very show. atrocious gig. Hmm. Tell me about this atrocious gig. Oh boy. What you happened? Stuff up. All right, well, here's what happened. We show up, and it's a... Um, battle of the Bands. It's a Battle of the Bands. Outside. Outside in, like, this parking lot kind of thing. Every band there is, like, a ska punk band. Everyone's all happy and blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> So, we show up. <laughs> we show up. Of course. Play at like 10.30. At like 10.30. All cover songs except all that cover one songs song. And I like to play loud. So, we got all mic'd up, all ready to go. First song in, I blow up their PA system. <laughs> <laughs> then what happened? And I thought it was my amp. So then he thought it was his amp. So he kept turning it down. I was a little happy because I got brand new cymbals. So I was. So he like, kept turning his <laughs> amp down. So I was all like, what's going on? Because then the monitor guy kept turning his amp up. And then it was too loud. So I kept turning my bass amp up, blowing up their system even more. And then eventually the police showed up. Yeah, and the, the mics are all like blowing up. And then the cops showed up. And then, like, I was, like, three feet tall, sounded like a chimp monk. That was when we played She-Wolf. That was when we played She-Wolf, and it was atrocious in every way, shape, and form. And then you forgot we were playing that song. <laughs> yeah. They're all, like, oh, yeah. usually, if we don't have a set list, we'll all, like, go to Steve and be all, like, uh, what song's next? Because we don't, like, to remember things. Every show. Every show. But we didn't do that. Yeah, <laughs> so then Steven like, like... You know, like, no hesitation at all. Right into the song. I'm like, I don't know what song we're playing. I'm just going to chug on this note. So I just, like, keep playing, like, one note. And, of oh, course, yeah, it's the most... Yeah, we were playing our Landry by the Foo Fighters. And I'm playing the ugliest note that should not be in the tuning of that song, because I'm Jack. Then it stops, and it's just the vocals and guitar. So it stops, and uh, usually... Uh, what song are we playing? I'm like, um... What song are we playing? And then everyone in the audience is like, is this some sort of like terrible uh, joke? <laughs> but well, I had let's no go get food now. So I was like, uh, <laughs> let's go, go fit food. <laughs> I didn't think he was going to do it. <laughs> I told you I was going to. Now, dudes, as a three piece, do you ever feel like you want another guitarist? At first, I really like, you know, one His to mom was opposed to it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wanted the band to sound more fuller, but I got more used to it. I like yeah, it at three-piece now. Louder amps. Yeah, it all works out now. And then I showed up with my very obnoxious bass sound, and then most people think I'm just playing guitar. Yeah. This is really good beef jerky. <laughs> Have you ever thought of, like, maybe um, reworking the ultraviolence so you could uh, perform it? I just never crossed our mind once. What, the Death Angel album? Yeah. I don't like Death Angel. Oh, but it's only like in a, a ten minute song and it's an instrumental. Yeah, but it's Death Angel. Yeah, not a big Death Angel album. I don't like the new Death Angel album. Yeah, the new album's pretty good. Old stuff now. Yeah. We're good live though. 
Yeah, they are, they are good live. With Testament? Yeah. Testament! Yeah. <laughs> that was me through the whole Anthrax show, because I love Testament. Yeah. I punched uh, Alex Skolnick in the face. Did he have it coming? Well, well he was headbanging. He was like, yeah, like fist in the air. Like, <laughs> and they're like... I'm all like... Well, <laughs> they can't see me, so why don't yeah. I just do that? I'm all Wailing like, his limbs in the air while headbanging. And then Alex comes out of nowhere as a massive headbanging to the audience, and I'm all like... Got him right in the face. He just looks at me. I'm just like, dude, that was you. <laughs> did he do anything afterwards, or he's just like, he sort of stayed back by his amp. He learned his lesson, then. Learned his lesson. Yeah. Got to keep place. some of those people in line, man. Yeah. Watch it, man. Yeah, man. Why'd you quit, man? Yeah, man. Why'd you quit? And then come back. Punch you in the face. Punch you in the face. What type of concerts are you uh, guys foaming at the mouth to see next? Cannibal Corpse! Yeah, I'm supposed to be going to that, but... Just got my tickets Friday. Yeah, I hate Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> Not a death metal fan? No. Neither am I, but I just love Cannibal Corpse. I just Corpse. started getting into death metal hardcore, and I just, I'm in love with Cannibal Corpse. Alex, Me and him saw him this summer. Yeah, and it was And it was just brutal. amazing. Uh, the Summer Slaughter was between the Buried and the Baseless. Uh, Exhumed. Exhumed. Veiled Maya. Bell of mine was great. They Give them a shout-out. No one knows yeah. them. No one knows who they are. They don't even have any affiliation with us, but we're going to give them a shout-out yeah. just because they're that good. You dig any uh, other types of music besides death metal and thrash? Punk. Hardcore. I like rock. Just straight-up rock. Like Favorite band is the Misfits. ACDC. We just My saw phone. them last month, and it was just... That was a crazy show. That was, like, the greatest concert ever. I'm all about New York hardcore. Madball, oh. LOA, Biohazard. Chromax. Chromax. Descendants. Do you hear what happened with uh, Harley? Yo, I think he's still in prison, like in Rikers Island or something, right? Why is that all the hardcore guys go to don't Rikers Island? I don't know, because like, they're all like from New York, and like <laughs> Rikers Island is like, a New York, New York prison. <laughs> so, so, I guess... Um, yeah, that would make sense. I didn't think about that one. Yo, but, dude... Have you ever heard Harley Flanagan's um, project, Harley's War? No. Because I just think, like, the way everything happened with Harley, he has to be crazy live. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, there, there, there could be no way in hell that, like, he'd suck live. Well, being the fact that it's hardcore, he probably would so, suck live, but it would be so cool that you don't think... But it's supposed to? Yeah, but it's supposed to. Well, I mean, just... Who do you like better, Cro-Mags or Suicidal? Suicidal. Yo, did you see that crazy show at the Terminal 5 uh, place? No. Oh, it was like two years ago. It was like such a legendary show, though, man. Why? Well, <laughs> like, let me tell you, like, it was so awesome, and, like, you guys miss it, but, like, oh, my God, man. It was just a massive... I think there might have been, like, about five or eight or 10,000 people there. It's just, like, a huge venue. And just... There was, like two stories to the venue where like there were people like up on one level like at the bar and stuff but also like just the pit was insanely huge too like what types of hardcore bands have you seen um in person only hardcore bands i've ever seen well band was uh life of agony and they're not even really hardcore but tell me what was that show like though well it was like the last month that keith was a guy so <laughs> 
So he was like being. It's like he couldn't make up his mind. <laughs> like one song, act. he's being all macho, like shoving his crotch into the whole audience. Like, yeah. and then the next thing, he's all like Michael Jackson it. Wow. But still a great show. Right up front, Alan Robert. He's a huge influence on me. He drew me as a zombie. Yeah. Alex's plan in life is to make me as jealous and pissed off as possible. All because my favorite band of all time is Type of Negative. Never got to see him live. He sees them. Rubs it in my face constantly. Meets Alan Robert, one of my biggest influences. Drew me as a zombie. So that's his plan in life. Have you ever visited um, (coughs) that cemetery in Brooklyn to pay respect? No. Definitely want to, though. Like, I mean, like, this one friend of mine, Ian, from, like, Brooklyn, he's been there, and, like, he says, like, just, if you're, like, a typo fan, you, you definitely need to go there. Like, to see, a, what is it, like, Pete's Tree or something like that? I don't know. I don't, I think I only read the thing about his grave, like, once. Hmm. All I know is October Rust rules. Yeah. When are we going to do all of that? Um. <laughs> oh, yeah, we sort of need 50 keyboard players. I see. <laughs> but anyways, though, when are you guys going to play some shows outside of uh, the tri-state area? Well, we need a van. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need a van and when a trailer. When it's legal. When it's legal. Yeah. We're, we're trying to get into uh, the city with Brand, Brand of Jewels. Jewels. Give awesome. them a shout-out. They're awesome. Play them. They They're are amazing. amazing and truly just amazing to watch live yeah like they got this classic rock vibe and they use like a megaphone seether. like i got a seether vibe with like alice and chains mixed yeah, in and like yeah. Soundgarden. with like uh it's like grungy but like their, down their ep is like in. incredible mm. kind of like stp yeah with harmonies like how much like stoner influence is it like in the sound though in their sound yeah not too much because it's not too like weird. Twenty minute songs. Yeah, it's not like that. It's like they're they, like a rock band. Yeah, they're they're like a rock band, but they are truly amazing to watch live. Yeah, I think the only reason that it was uh, easy to follow them is because Bomb Scare played after them, and that was <laughs> yeah. the best show ever. <laughs> hmm. I really want to open up for Zamboni and Bomb Scare. Yes, that Zamboni would make was. my life complete. Where did you see Bombscare? Nick Mamikos. Nick Mamikos got me into all of them. Mm. All the North Jersey thrash bands. Except for Apathy. That Those guys have been into for a while. Like, tell me about their history in this scene. Who? Apathy. Well... I saw them at Overkill. <laughs> yeah, I saw oh, them opening up for Overkill. Bought so. their uh, demo, thought it was amazing. And then a bit into Zero Gravity's life talking to Nick Mamikos. He's like, ever hear Apathy? I'm all like, bitch, please, got their stuff. Yeah. And that was pretty much it. <laughs> Never met him. But uh, I think Nick's trying to get them to listen to us. Hmm. Which, I don't know how that's going to really go. Because huh. Nick, with his mysterious connections, is uh, always saying that he's going to throw our name around and you know, it's awesome. I'm loving the fact that he's that die hard for us. Yeah. Being the fact that we're pretty much nobodies. But since he's such a thrash guy, since all the bands that he throws around like Shit Kill and yes. Bomb Scare and Zamboni, Shit Kill's amazing. Yeah. But um 
Then we come along, nothing thrash at all. Well, sort of. Sort of. We have a, we have a thrash influence, but we're not You never heard the thrash song. Yeah. I didn't. I'm scared. <laughs> What's the thrash song like? It's more like a death metal song. Kind of like Six Feet Under. Is it like straight death metal or is it like death thrash? Tech death. <laughs> no, that's the other one, dude. <laughs> this one's like it's. I could see it being on like a six feet under CD. I listen to them on the way. Okay. Out. I love six feet under. What six feet under album do you think it belong on? Maximum violence. This reminded me kind of like that song, No Warning Shot. Hmm. It just got. I can't draw, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can tell Alan. <laughs> Steven, do like the, the fake drums for us. Yeah, no, that's it, man. Now people are getting it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then it has like that moderately like like it's kinda like a death song too. Like it's got that like the middle part and pull the plug. Every time I hear that kind of riff it's always strength beyond strength, Panther. Listen to death. Every song has that. Love death. I see so where would you go, like, for a show outside of the tri-state area? Um, nowhere. I don't have a car. <laughs> no, 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 like, let's say there's a genie in front of you right now. What do you do? Being the, fact that, being the fact that nobody's playing, I'd sort of say come back in a couple weeks. But, uh, being the fact that Starland is my favorite place and that sort of, like, imploded, um... I'd follow Cannibal. Yeah, just follow Cannibal Corpse on tour. <laughs> but, I mean, would you want to go up to, like, Boston... Maybe I, Virginia, I Baltimore. Even tell you clubs out there, but yeah. I mean, I'm just talking cities, though. Maybe like Virginia, if they like, if like Lamb of God or someone had like a club show or something, yeah. like just random club show, because they're one of my favorite bands right now too. I don't know if CBGBs is open there. What More. types of major bands do you think you'd make a good fit as an opening band on? That's kind of hard. That's tough. No pressure. We got offered to open up with Herp, but we couldn't do that. And they didn't really know him, but I knew him. And I was like, dude, we got to do the show because it'll be a show that we actually kind of fit in with. Yeah, with. But it was most, on like a Tuesday or something, so we're just. Like, but with most bills that we get thrown on. Industrial bands. Yeah, we're either the lightest, poppiest band, or we're the most, utmost, grotesque, putrid sound there. Like Michael Graves, we opened up for him. Oh, that was funny. And it was like, Everyone I think was there's like, one other brutal-ish band there, but <laughs> we didn't see him because parking there was ridiculous. How was the Michael Graves show? We didn't, we didn't Being stay because he went Michael on at like two thirty yeah, in the morning. Two, wow, in the morning. So when we found out, we were like, no, bye. Like, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm not going to stay that long for Michael Graves. Like as we were leaving, next week. yeah, their van was coming up. Wow. And that was like... like that was like o'clock. three hours after we left, after we went on. Yeah, it was a cool show. Yeah, I, I wanted to see Zombie there. Mafia more than Michael Graves, actually. <laughs> Tell me about Zombie Mafia. I saw him open up... I think I saw him twice. I think I saw him open up for the Misfits, and then I saw him open up for Danzig. <laughs> Both hit Starland. And they're just really cool. They were cooler with the Misfits, because it was actually on Halloween, so they are all dressed up like... I think the bass player was uh, was the Joker, and then the singer—he's like a really short guy. He's like that tall and like I don't want to say it on the radio because he might be listening. Yeah, but <laughs> and he was dressed up as yeah. He doesn't know me. I don't care. <laughs> but uh, 
He, he was dressed up as King Diamond. <laughs> so it was like the most amazing thing ever. Wait, like, the bass player was King Diamond? No, the singer was. Oh, okay. The bass player was the Joker. But mm-hmm. just seeing like this little guy jumping around in a punk band dressed up as King Diamond was just amazing. And we saw him when we were playing. I saw him. I saw all the Zion Mafia guys at the like, graves. So, like, yeah. so that was cool for me because I saw him a million twice. Tell me, favorite King Diamond album? I'm more of a Merciful Fate guy. Okay, favorite Merciful Fate? Melissa. Don't break the rules. I wouldn't know. <laughs> what about uh, Enter the Shadows? I have no idea. Yeah, or no, like that one None's album that they came back with in 92 or 93. I think Lars Ulrich is on it. Oh, oh well, then it has to be terrible. Yeah, he <laughs> sucks. I was decent. I don't know. I, I know Nuns Don't Have Fun and Melissa and Don't Break the Oath. Those are the three ones for me. Everything you mentioned Abigail? Is it, is Abigail. Abigail's uh, King Diamond, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I love the me, album, sorry. but I like Merciful Fate more. Hmm. Oh, but come on, man. Mansion in Darkness? That ruled. More Merciful Fate. Yeah. I see. More Satan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when it comes to uh, being a DIY musician, what is the hardest thing you feel like there is to do? Promoting stuff. Yeah, it's it tough to promote stuff for me because being the fact that I don't have friends <laughs> to promote to <laughs> makes it very difficult to get a following. And the few people yeah. that are in my school don't listen to rock even remotely. I mean, like... There's about maybe a handful of kids in my school that are, uh, you know, diehard metalheads, and they're all my friends, and they're all, like, not going to come to my shows anyway. <laughs> all we're all in high school. We don't have cars. Yeah. All the people in my school, like, that shit, like, you know, like, pop, rap. Don't curse. Pop. Yeah, yeah. stupid. <laughs> you said shit kills, so, you know? Well, yeah, that's the name but, of a band. That's in quotes. Yeah. Everyone in my school is stupid enough to be like, yeah, sure, I'll buy a ticket. They don't ask if I could go. So <laughs> we, that's how I get ticket sales. <laughs> Yeah, dude, want to go to my show? Yeah, sure, here's the money. Oh, dude, I can't go. <laughs> Wait, you keep the money, though, right? Yeah. That's the important thing. <laughs> Percentage-wise, like, I was talking with this one singer from L.A. He was saying that half of all the time you spend being a musician, 50% is in promotion. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. what percentage is it like for you guys? Probably half. Yeah. Well, being the fact that... More than half since we don't practice. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, we haven't practiced in like four A good percentage months. has to be promotion, just getting our names out there and being glued to the computer. Because I live about 45 minutes away from them. So, 18,000 miles. Yeah, so it's not really like, oh, I'm bored. I'm going to go over Steven's house and let's work on this. It's a planned, structured entity. Um, go to Steven's house entity. next month. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I see. Now, Stephen, what do you have to say about that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the best, though, is when I'm told that we have practice, but then turns out we don't have practice, and I just show up with all my gear. <laughs> my mom's like, Stephen, I told you Jack can't come this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I'm like in their garage, like, dude, let me in. Yeah. It's cold. <laughs> Now, guys, 
Have any of you thought about going to all the local stores in your area, buying up all the Twinkies? Sure. And uh, selling them on eBay to finance new studio time and equipment? I wouldn't sell them on uh, eBay. No. It'd be the right the... thing to do, morally. But I'd get Twinkies for myself. There isn't any Twinkies left in Lacey where I'm from. Everyone is just... I prefer yodels. Eats everything. All the hostess powdered <laughs> no, donuts. Yeah. Dude, like, I want it, like, on eBay today for, like, around $13, one package. And, like, I saw, like, last night, some moron paid, like, about $193 for three packages of Twinkie. I'm talking, like, Speaking the big thing with, like, ten uh, yeah. Twinkies in a box. That's just stupid. Of course, the one food that's expected to, like, survive the nuclear, like, apocalypse is the one that's they're getting Selling rid of. Selling out. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a fan of Twinkies, though. Neither am I. I'm more of a yodels and... But I agree. Twinkies are good for you. They help you lose weight. Like, uh, the more yeah, you eat, the better it is exactly for you. That's what they do. Yeah. It's 90% grease and... Dude, that's just what the liberal media want you to know. No, really, that's just what though, I man, taste. There's a lot of good <laughs> nutrition in a Twinkie. Oh, know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. You know what's way better? Like, that beef jerky. Yeah. Although, the listeners can't really... Go to the store and get that. Not Domino's. Yeah, they need to go to, um... Product placement. 319 Route 94 South Warwick, New York. For phone orders, 845-545-4640. CactusPeatsJerky.com. That's specific. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I, I have to call them tomorrow and be like, I want this much. Yo, like dude, ha- seriously, like, I if you want it. I heard your name on the radio, so... <laughs> I heard your name on the radio. <laughs> I don't want to try it, so give me $3,000 worth of it. It's <laughs> like 3,000 bags of beef jerky. I don't like beef jerky. And one diet coke. <laughs> <laughs> it's like dried I'll get tongue it. or whatever. No. I don't believe that shit. That's, like, totally fake. Steven. Stop cursing. Stop no, but cursing. Dude, do any of you guys have turntables to listen yes. to vinyl with? Yes. Yes, I love Mine works, though, All Steven. three of you guys? <laughs> no, not me. Well, my, my speakers are blown. The vinyl player actually works. Do you take care of your needles, though? Well, I mean, sometimes. That's just dad. <laughs> dad, cover your ears. Oh, okay. Just, just give me the evil eye. I like to play with the turntable. Hmm? <laughs> I always like to listen to records, but like a few years ago, when I like got comfortable with using it, I was all like, "What? What? What?" I don't think it done any damage. I got really scared though because I thought yeah. I broke it, but it was just unplugged. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, just like you can really scratch up good vinyl with that, isn't it? An Anthrax album where like it's all like, no, it's Overkill. Yeah, Overkill. It's all like, nip, 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 and then you play it backwards. It's like. Why are you playing this backwards? Are you just gonna ruin your needle or something stupid? I think. It's I don't know. That'd over- probably be overkill. I've listened to most of the early Anthrax. I know. Albums. It's, I know it's overkill, but I think it. I think that one's taking. Maybe over. it's. Am I the only person that thinks it was like, from uh, that album they had? Bring the noise on, Anthrax. <laughs> Attack of the Killer Bees. Yeah. It's not really. Or maybe album, Attack. <coughs> yeah, Attack of the Killer A's. Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Overkill, am I the only person that thinks that, like, 90s Overkill is way better than 80s Overkill? Yeah, you are. I'm uh, sorry. It's a brutal so world we live in. My favorite is Horoscope, but I have no idea what 
No idea. Ninety. Year that came out. Oh, I think okay. that's ninety. Orbico cool. Yeah, I know some people that like horoscope the best. I'll take like Necroshine, horoscope over taking over Feel the Fire any day. Feel the Fire is awesome. The thing with those with those two albums, every song is the same thing. Yeah, basically. It's all <laughs> just stupid screaming and just. <laughs> Where on the other albums, it's just like let's tune down really low and just like disgusting. Riffs. How do you feel that Overkill really changed with the addition of a second guitarist, though? I have no idea. They got really good. Like, Bobby's good. I really like what he did. I mean, he's, he's Angus Young on crack. Yeah. That's what his solos are. Like, I don't even know if he lives in Jersey anymore or if he's going to be hearing this. Eh, he doesn't know my name. I'm good. But, um, like... More likely I'd expect him to be in New York. All right. Whatever. <laughs> I'm going to talk how I feel anyway. Like, I love Overkill. Love Overkill. But, like, the creativity in the early days was sort of suckish. Like, you can tell... They just listened to Ride the Lightning, then recorded that album. Like, you can tell they like Metallica. <laughs> like, whereas when Bobby and Rat left, or got fired, or whatever they say happened, they all say different things. Yeah. All I know is that when Blitz and Dee Dee took over, they got good. And even their last two albums are amazing. I love the Elish Steven, listen to Ron Lipnicki. He's awesome. Okay. Who? Ron Lipnicki, their drummer. He's, oh, he's yeah. on crack. Wait, who is? Dude, well, he's awesome. <laughs> dude, he snorts crack. He's amazing. <laughs> Just listen to his double bass. He's like, dude. Wait, who is this? Ron Lipnicki. No <laughs> their uh, current drummer, and I hope they don't get rid of him or have him quit, because they tend to do that with band members. No, I'll just get Gene Hoagland. Gene Hoagland is just ridiculous. No, but he's in everything, though. Yeah. Still. He only has X amount of time. But, huh. like, Gene Hoagland's good, because, like, Rudy Sarzo is in everything, and he sort of sucks. I don't like Rudy mm. Sarzo. I don't like any of the bands that he's been in. Yeah, you should speak about them. They deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> I like Dave Lombardo. Right, right. You guys, like, Slade. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole Slade conspiracy in this band. Yeah. Yeah. Our manager likes Slade. <laughs> we don't like Slade. He's gonna come in here and yell at us. And I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> we played it. Yeah, we did cover a Slade song just for him. What song was it? Run, run away. There's a story about me. Me and Steve were on our way to the Anthrax show, and we were trying to put in one some State Anthrax. State of Euphoria. And on cassette. <laughs> so he was rewinding it, cause you know cassette, and. Out of nowhere on the radio, and it came on, and it's dude, we gotta listen to this whole song. It's amazing. We're like, dude, this song is terrible. And we sat there for the whole, what, that song's like 12 minutes or something? <laughs> it's like a two minute song. No, it's not. It's like we did a two minute version. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we wanted to get it over with. <laughs> but, like, that's all, like, going on, and, like, my dad's all, like, falling asleep driving because, like, I'm playing typo. Hmm. He can't listen to things that slow. <coughs> so what is he into? Speed metal? My dad... Everything. He listens to everything. Yeah, my dad listens to everything. Like, he can school you on Spice Girls trivia. <laughs> I can believe it. He will. He just downloaded the entire discography. But why? 
Because he's, he's my dad. He's insane. What what kind of music that like is not pop does he like? Uh, he's a metalhead. Oh, okay. Good. He's the big dude out there wearing the overkill shirt. I <laughs> see. <laughs> he's gonna like throw something at the glass. <laughs> Don't worry. It'll make a noise when that happens. Yes. But um Yeah, but he's a classic rock dude. He likes his thin Lizzie and his queen. Favorite Stones album though, uh, Rolling I Stones. Don't like yeah, Rolling sucks. Stones. Dude, they rule, man. No, no, Beatles. I'm more Led Zeppelin. Yeah, Rubber Soul. Rubber Soul and Revolver are all like better than life. What about Exile and Goathead Soup? I can tell you one song you, off either of them. I don't even know what that is. No, Exile on Main Street and Goathead Soup. Like Exile, I think was in '72. Goats was in '73 or '74. Yeah, but Sabbath was around that time too. Yeah, Sabbath is cooler. Mm. <laughs> Deep Purple's cool. Zeppelin's cool. cool. No, I hate Zeppelin. I hate. I don't like Zeppelin. Can't believe they're 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 the. But one of you guys like Zeppelin, or, or I mean, I'm the drummer, so yeah. yeah. He's overrated. How do you feel about uh, his son? I don't like him because he uses Zildjian symbols. <laughs> he uses what? Zildjian uh. symbols. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. He doesn't use the brand I like, so you know like, he's <laughs> terrible as a human being. He is yeah. the cause for all of the world's problems, just because he uses a different brand than I do. I don't like Zildjian symbols. Why not? What's wrong with them? He's going to give a whole explanation. Explain- yeah, explain I'm- this. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. sit back yeah. and... Okay, so Zildjian symbols, they're like too mainstream. They sound like, sh- like crap. Yeah. And they're too washy, while my symbols, Peisty symbols, they're like the best symbols ever, because all like the good drummers use them, like Dave Lombardo, and John Bonham, Peisty symbols, Moon, and Charlie Benante. Peisty symbols, this is Zero Gravity. Please endorse our drummer, Steven so Rago, so that he shuts up. That'd be nice. And please, <laughs> hook me up with a Schechter endorsement. Yo, what do you do if you, got, if you got endorsed by Pacer? <laughs> you would thank me. I would. Your dad just got a call. <laughs> Steve, what would you say if Gar Samuelson was in the room and he actually was alive? I was about to say, uh, dude, like, you get here. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, dude, Zildjians are the best. What are you talking about? And I'd be like, you're the best Megadeth drummer, because he kind of was. Yeah, he was, but, like, he's dead now, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he's kind dead of now, so it's breaks not on his abilities a little yeah. bit. All right, favorite Megadeth album? Euthanasia. So far, so good, so what? What? Ooh. Killing is my business. Ooh. That's I'm what I said. Rust in peace. Like in my darkest Asia. hour. Come euthanasia. On. All of killing is my business. I like euthanasia. Euthanasia is my favorite, which is weird. Okay, favorite Megadeth album since the 2000s. United Abominations. The system has failed. Come on, that Chris Poland. I like system has failed, but like... Come on, kick the chair enough. kicks everything's ass. Enough. Here's my opinion. Shut up. Here's my opinion on that album. I like it. Definitely a good album. But if like, if Dave Mustaine was all like, "Okay, this is gonna be a Megadeth album," it would be amazing. But like, that's that was him all like, "I'm gonna do solo things." But then record companies all like, "No." Chris Alex, Poland's shut on up. that album. I know. I said it was good. <laughs> yeah, but that makes it better. Than United Abominations. But like, I like United Abominations. Just like the thing is, though, nobody ever talks about So Far So Good So What, like, ever. Mary Jane's one of my favorite Megadeth songs. I love yeah. that song. That album's, like, too 
80s corniness. <laughs> yes. It is. Like, you don't follow peace cells with cheese. Yeah. Well, cheese what do you good. follow it? Bacon? <laughs> yes. Bacon. Bacon's way better. Yeah, I gotta go with bacon. Like, what about beef jerky? <laughs> I don't like, like beef jerky. You see, this beef jerky right now, this is very rust in peace. <laughs> Whereas, so far, so good, so what is the cheese that's not being eaten in this room right now? Where is this cheese that's not being eaten in this room right now? Under in the garbage. Yeah, because that album yeah. sucks. No. <laughs> it doesn't suck. I don't like that album. How about Countdown? Good album. That is a good album. I like that one. Never listened to the whole thing. Yeah. Now, how about Cryptic, though? Cryptic that Writings? Cool. That's yes. A, that's a cool album. Mm, I like Secret Place. The whole thing. But let me guess, though. You guys are we're keeping a secret from me. You really like Risk the best. Yup, oh, that is yeah. the best album. I love that yeah. one. Yup. Risk is the best name. My dad's all, like, crying because, like, we're dissing Risk, and that's, like, his favorite album. <laughs> wow. I like one song on it. What like, about uh, The World Needs a Hero, though? Not. Nah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's well, one. Didn't they have the drummer from Suicidal and like the guy know. from Trans-Siberian Orchestra? I think that was the last Dave Ellison album for a while. I have no idea. Moto Psycho. That's the only song I know about. That's, that's the only part of that album I know. Isn't, it, isn't that song Crush Him on that? I don't know. Definitely maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. Definitely maybe. I don't follow Megadeth too much. <coughs> what do you follow? Uh, Cannibal Corpse. Anthrax and ACDC. ACDC, <laughs> mm. been promoting the same concert for the past five years. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dude. If you could kill Brian Johnson and bring back Von Scott, <laughs> would you do it? <laughs> I would love to kill Brian Johnson. I really wish that I knew that yeah. question was coming. Just so yeah. that, wait, ask it again so that it's okay. better. If you could kill Brian Johnson yes! and bring back Bon Scott from the dead, would you do it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I respect Brian for. Would you kill Brian Johnson? What he did. But I mean, I love Bon though. I would. Yeah. yeah, I mean. When that's your sound, you suck. Yeah. <laughs> I like the no, lot of Brian Johnson albums. You did the best noise. What one? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. You're making fun of him when he was on that metal show. Yep, yep, yep. I can do it. Yep, 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 yep. He said that for five minutes straight. Who? Brian oh, Johnson. Doesn't. He was on that metal show, and he's like, <laughs> He did that. And then Eddie Trunk's like, I don't know what you just said. It's okay did he just, like... Johnson. Walk away and be like, I'm just gonna go to the bathroom. You can do that. I'm gonna get a beer or a soda and just like, you keep going. Or yeah. were, were people just look at him going like, just well, let him keep going. Well, just let him keep yeah, going. Don't Johnson. interfere. Well, it's Brian Johnson. Yeah, well, Brian I don't know. Eddie, well, I don't know if Eddie Trunk got up and like got a sandwich because I know I did. <laughs> I was like, yo, ACDC's on the whole time. No, Doug Penning. I see. You didn't like you. You didn't like use your magnet. Now, about GNR guys, though, saw this interview recently with Axl Rose. Like, he was pretty coherent. And fat. Who cares? No, he's not that fat. <laughs> Who cares? Knock, knock, knock it on McDonald's. Duh, wow. Dude, UAI one or two. 
Use your illusion. One or two. Yeah, I don't care. I don't, I don't like Guns N' Roses. I can't tell you what songs are on those. Call Jake from Reality Time. Yeah. <laughs> we'll school us on it. Oh, yeah. Damn. Like, I've been to, like, four Axl Rose shows in the past numbers of years, but, uh... Axel Rose shows are we not allowed to say GNR on the radio because they'll sue us? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean that's what you came song. for. You didn't come to see uh, <laughs> like uh, Dizzy Reed at the show. Who? I don't even know who that is. Dizzy Reed, the keyboardist. Who? Dizzy Reed. Who? Dizzy. Get the joke that I don't know who that is and no one yeah. knows who he is. Yeah. <laughs> who? <laughs> Anyways, though. <laughs> what was your favorite era of the '80s in terms of? Uh, the music that was being created. That's middle, middle 80s. It's tough because like the early 80s was all like Maiden and like Venom, but then like Thrash happened and. Let's see. Kind of midish. More than yeah. I'm a punk guy. That's yeah. like when all. The Do you mean like Green Day punk or like the exploited punk? Like the exploited. Like the, like the descendants. So you're like a hardcore punk person. Not really hardcore punk, but not pop punk like kind of like skateboard punk you know what I mean suicidal mm. <laughs> so you're like New York mm. hardcore no that's all me I Washington mean, like the DC the descendants uh, bad, bad brains. brains yeah that was uh, really weird so you're more down with uh, the DC scene I guess I have no idea where they're from but well I mean bad brains that's DC yeah also, Henry Rollins, he's from D.C. as well. I, like, I, look, I, I think Henry flag. Rollins' is, like, stand-up and his philosophy is, like, better than his music. <laughs> I just love how how he got into Black Flag. Do, do you know about that? No. He just annoyed them. Like, you know, like, the first four Black Flag albums, the best ones, are, <laughs> like, they all had different lineups except for, like, Greg Ginn. And at every show, Henry Rollins was like, Can I join your band? Can I join your band? And eventually, like, through, like, 18 million singers, they're like, whatever, just come here. And then he was on all of them. Wasn't he, like, the nastiest cop in the movie The Chase, though? I never saw that. The only movie I saw with him in was Wrong Turn 2, which was Mm. awesome. No, he played, like, this really rotten, like, scumbag L.A. cop, and he was, like, giving, like, Charlie Sheen such a hard time (laughs) after he stole this car. It was, like, so unfair and disrespectful. Wait, did I see that? I don't know. Is there, like, a really young girl in that, too, that he, like, kidnaps or something? Yeah. Shit? And he, like, goes to, like, Kidnaps take her, her with hostage. a butterfinger or something. Yes, I did see that. Yeah. Huh. I know exactly what you're talking about. Now you see what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. He was so disrespectful after that guy stole that car. I know. Like, that was hell, not man? cool. <laughs> he should have been showing more respect to that guy. Yeah, respect, because we're in America. <laughs> did a really good job stealing that car, man. But I'm gonna have to arrest you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the way you get things done. Well, you see. Sorry, man. Sort of against the law. I kind of have gotta... to arrest you for this. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Sorry, bro. We can still be friends, though, right? Please. Henry we can go to like in and out afterwards, cause like we're in California. Henry Rollins is just so pissed off for no reason. Like, all the time. I don't know what came first. You ever see a spoken word? Not yet. He's just so pissed off at everything. I don't know what came first. I don't know what came first. The music or the drugs? (laughs) Maybe it was a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B. (laughs) 
I just love Henry Rollins' like stand up. It is just amazing. I don't know. I always felt like I got so much out of Mitch Hedberg's. Yes. Stand-up. Yes. He's amazing. Yeah, he rules. Mitch, don't use liquor as a crutch. Why would I use liquor as a crutch? Crutches help me walk. Liquor makes it harder to walk. I think Bigfoot is blurry. It is not the photographer's fault. And I think that that is a lot scarier because somewhere in America, there's a large, out-of-focus monster roaming the forests. He's amazing. What's the other one? What was the rice one like? Rice Rice is is very good if you're hungry and you want 2,000 or something. Yeah. He's my idol. <laughs> Remember, I was bored in English class, and we were like in the library. I just put it on, and then I left. I just kept it on. Dude, he's like the stoner metal hero. We oh, called right. ourselves injured. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of death metal bands have really intense names like Obituary, Mortuary, and Cannibal Corpse. We were just called injured. <laughs> <laughs> my friend was all like, "Hey, man, check out this picture of me when I was older." Dude, every picture of you is a picture of you when you're older. Show me a picture of you when you were younger. <laughs> Wait, I just completely that got that backwards. Yeah, you kind of said that wrong, man. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Hey, I think start waffles over, are man. just pancakes with the syrup trapped. <laughs> Escalators are never broken. They're just temporarily snared. <laughs> How do you like your pancakes? Scrambled. <laughs> no, my favorite's still, uh, what do you say? Uh, I was at a casino once and... The security guard, I was standing in front of the door and the security guard said, Sorry, you're going to have to move. You're blocking a fire exit. As if if there was a fire, I wouldn't run out the door. I think if you are flammable and have legs, you're never blocking a fire exit. Yeah. He's amazing. Which <laughs> so true, too. I have an app with all of his stuff on my phone. <laughs> He's just I that play good. the super bad soundboard. <laughs> no, I don't have that anymore. What? I had to delete it. Why? I still have the stepbrothers one, though. Oh. <laughs> and, like, just speaking about um, New Jersey stuff, because Mitch Hedberg did die in Livingston, New Jersey, so oh, there is the correlation between that. What types of New Jersey metal bands do you really feel like you look up to? Monster, Monster Magnet. Even though they're not metal. Misfits. They're my favorite band. I, feel like I also really like My Chemical Romance. Mucky Pup. Dude, what's your favorite Monster Magnet album? Oh, I hate you. <laughs> Pick three. Pick three. In no order. Monolithic is great. Um, Power Trip, of course, is just amazing. What's it, uh, Dopes to Infinity or something? Dopes to Infinity. That is my yeah. favorite album of all time. Dude, Did Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Yeah, I saw the and single over there. I was dude, like, Ego the Living Planet, though, man. The song itself is just yeah. That's the stupidest riff ever. It's so awesome though. It's audible. It's audible high. That's what it is. Yeah, man. And that's why it's so awesome. Yes. No, the best was when I saw Danzig. This band, Two Cents, they're like (laughs) one of my favorite bands. It was their turn to come up. They were opening it. And, like, you see him walk out, and immediately all you smell is just weed. <laughs> and they sound check their mics, smoke weed every day! <laughs> and just stupid times, like, they're still, like, my favorite band ever. Doesn't their drummer sing, too? 
Yeah, they're, they're, it's just ridiculous, just the amazingness. And, like, I left, like, by the end of Danzig's set and just talked to him for, like, <laughs> 45 minutes. It was just awesome. What was your favorite Danzig album, though? First, first one. one. Yeah, first one or second one. How the Gods Kill, first one. amazing. I like the I song How the Gods Kill. Bodies, though. Do, 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 do. No, no, first two. First one is just amazing. Now tell me, if you could see a possessed show, on what tour, <laughs> like, let's say Beyond go back the in the 80s before you got shot, like Jeff, <laughs> like, um, would you want to see the Beyond the Gates tour? Yes. Or Seven Churches? Beyond the Gates, because then you get both. Yeah. And Larry Lalande. Yes. It's awesome, because he's in Primus. <laughs> Primus. How much do you like The Eyes of Horror, though? Couldn't tell you a song yeah. of it. <laughs> That's the first time I ever even heard what? that name. Well, oh, I have no idea it was like about. just a three-song EP. Sometimes, like, Beyond the Gates is repackaged Didn't Satriani with it, though. produce it? Satriani produced, uh... Maybe. At the Gates. No, he's out um, the production sounds like total butt cheeks. Exactly. He's not even a producer. Yeah, but he's Satch, so he knows everything. No. <laughs> Whatever, Peter Steele. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, was that the first album? Yeah. <laughs> and tell me, guys... What are some concerts coming up that you feel like people need to know about? Cannibal Corpse. Yeah. Give me some dates and give me the clubs. Thirtieth oh. at the Stone Pony. Oh, that we're playing. Show us oh, that we're, we're playing. playing. Oh, oh yeah. Going to see. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, we're supposed to be. On we're playing the Blue Room soon. December That's 1st. our last yeah, show. Yeah, December first. Yeah. And uh. That's it, I think. I don't know when the awards ceremony is for 13th. the. Uh, not, we're, not, we're not playing that, though. I know, but we're still there. going. We should just have a mob of angry people there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this next award goes to some other brand that's not Zero Gravity. <gasps> no! <laughs> we'll burn down your club. P-S-Y-C-H-O-S-T-I-C-K. But, um, there's something else I was supposed to plug, too. Oh, yeah. Did I mention to hear this promotion? No. Video contest? All right, well, we put it on our wall on Facebook, and there's, like, this video contest going on. There's four videos, one of them being running from my past. We're in second place right now. I think we're about, last time I checked, we were about, like, 40-some votes. Or now we're probably around maybe 50. But, like, the other band has, like, 100-something. So, like... Everyone listening to this should go on Hear This Promotions Facebook page and go to the uh, status update for the contest. Uh, open up the comments because we're put down like first so that you're not going to see us. But open it up and just like the comment of our video because we should really get a lot of free promotion because like we need people to show up to our shows. <laughs> yeah. I think it's on our page too, right? Might be. The link is, but not the... So essentially, all people need to do is just like something on Facebook? Yeah. Mm. They should also like our Facebook page. Yeah, like our Facebook page, too. Check us out on Reverb Nation. Yeah, Zero Gravity with an X instead of a Z. Yeah, we should clarify that. Everyone right now is probably all like, Zero Gravity, they're pretty cool. Let's go check them out. Z. (laughs) And then get Adam Lambert. (laughs) How do you spell Zero Gravity, though? X-E-R-O- Oh, my God. Oh, we did this one show. I am terrible with literary things. I can barely speak, 
cannot read, can't count colors. Good luck, man. Have a fun life. <laughs> I'm set. So, being the fact that we spell our name wrong anyway, it makes it 20 times more difficult. And instead of being smart and being all like, we're zero gravity spelt with an X instead of a Z, I'm all like, you spell our name, and then e this is it. Shut up. I have to do it because okay. I'm better at it. <laughs> I decided to completely butcher the American language. Not English. American. <laughs> I decided to say... Right <laughs> yeah, it's probably right then. I decided to say that X-E-R-O gravity was spelled E-X-I-R-O-Q zero gravity. Yeah, I think there was an L somewhere in there. E-X-I-R-O gravity. Wait, where's the Q? That's the thing. I don't know. Because, like, it was all, like, adrenaline. I'm all, like, this show's really good. We're not sucking at all, we surprisingly. We Slayer that night. So was know. that the Slayer night? Yeah, that was the Slayer night. That was a good show. That was a good show. We got our sticker next to Ace Frehley. But, um... So I'm all like adrenaline, not thinking how to spell, not like I could in the first place. Botched our name, probably confused everybody. While in the it was audience. on everyone in their shirt. While it was on and everyone's your shirt. shirt. And on my shirt. And, and on my shirt. shirt. And on the drums. <laughs> and <laughs> on the banner on the stage. Because I'm smart. Yup. And on your amp. <laughs> was it on my amp? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> it is now. So tell me. After Christmas, though, when are you guys uh, going to start booking shows again? Couldn't tell you. Yeah, no idea. I think we're doing the break contest again. Are we? Yeah. All right, what sorry. is the break contest? Well, last year, it was oh. the contest to get into Play Bamboozle. This year, sort of this. It was since... sort of this year already. It's going to be next year. The Shut up. This Bam current state this of being that we're living in, it's not to play Bamboozle. Now it's to play it's like skate the and Skate and Surf. surf. Thing. Where's that? You know, I don't even know. Is it in New Jersey? That's the thing. I don't think so. It's like, who surfs in Jersey? <laughs> um, the Jersey Shore people? Not anymore. No, they dance. <laughs> not anymore. They're not anymore. It's sort of like underwater. Yeah. Well, is it on the East Coast or the West Coast? I, th I think it has to be on the East Coast because then... It's by us. I know that. Is it in Jersey? I think it is, it is in Jersey. It should be in like... New York. Well, the break contest is going to be like in Stone Tennessee. Pony, probably. Yeah, we're going to... It's going to be in Tennessee. <laughs> it's going to be in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah that's people That would be there. cool. Whoever wins gets a free trip out to Hawaii to play the gig. That would be cool. That would. I'd rather play Alaska. Yeah, man, the scene <laughs> in Alaska, it's huge, man. It totally beats New York and L.A., man. You got to go there. I would go there just to play, like, with the... Northern Lights and whatnot. Just dude, the polar Sarah bears, man. Yeah, the polar bears in the mosh pit, man. It makes things so fierce, dude. Right? Yeah. I would love to just throw bears in the mosh pit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine how angry they'd be with the loud music, too. Right. They'd love it. And we'll feed them for a few they days. Turn, they, they turn all red. Yeah, we'll get penguins there. Yes. With mohawks. Yes. They turn all red from the blood. In the mosh pit. You guys ever think of uh, going down to Baltimore? Mm, Been no. there. They have a giant bookstore. <laughs> they also have the Maryland Death Fest in Baltimore. Bolt thrower. Uh, Venom. Uh, Abigail. Carcass. Carpathian Forest. Uh, I think Down's going to be there, right? Yeah. Exodus. 
You know what sucks? No, not what? having money. Yeah, not having money and the fact that like my favorite bands are like imploding. All your favorite bands are dead. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Who are your favorite bands? Typo right, well, negative. Hey, shut up. Typo, I can't see them, so King Zex might have a hope, but Jerry Gaskell, if he's listening to this, he was at Bamboozle, and we sound-checked with Dogman to try and get his attention because we are one of the biggest King Zex rip-offs ever. But King Zex rules. We love him. Jerry, be good. Don't die. <laughs> I feel sorry for that guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. eight months ago, he suffered major heart attack, and then, like, Sandy happened, and his house imploded. So, like... I think he got back from tour and it just it was just gone. Because I know they were on tour. If I had Wi-Fi during the storm, I was going to tell him that my house was open. Because, like, I think I'm the only person in Jersey that actually bought his solo album. But you uh, mean your dad. Shut up. It's in my room. But, um... So, I don't even know the next time I'm going to see them. Mastodon. Why would I want to go see them live? They're terrible live. And Brent Hines is probably going to, like, cut his face open with a chainsaw or something. Again. Again. Life of Agony. I've seen them, but he's a girl now, so I don't know how that's going to work. I don't know. Maybe Did they ho- change his vocal cords? That's the thing. I don't think so, because I heard his solo stuff where he is Mina Caputo, and yeah, it's really not good. Hmm. Like, it's just yeah, bad. Like, I really had high expectations for it. Like, mm-hmm. It's the voice of life of agony in this new way of showing it, but it, it was bad. I see. And now, let's end things off on a final word from each one of you. Steven, go first. I need time to think of something really stupid. <laughs> Rock on. Check us out on Facebook. And yeah. Same with an, th- you know, okay. With an X. Zero gravity with an X. Same thing that he said, and I have to make a shout-out to my friend Shemen because it's her birthday. Happy birthday, Shemen. I love you. I don't even know what today's date is. Just check us out. It's like the 18th. It's the 18th? It's like the 18th. It's like the 18th. Is it the 19th? It is now. It is now. Uh, Check us out. Everything Steven said. Snooch to the niche. Yes. (laughs) Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. (laughs) <laughs> Next movies that you have, have us do the soundtrack, because that would be great. I think he's making a horror movie. Is oh, he and really? also, I think so. We gotta send him here. They come. Yes. We gotta record well, it first. The well, then like, do it. Oh, yeah. Demo it at your house. This is Jack from Zero Gravity, and you're listening to WMSC ninety point three FM. <laughs> Alex from Zero Gravity. And you're listening to WMSC at Montclair College. Rock on. Yeah. I am Steven from Zero Gravity. This is WMSC 90.3 FM. See, I would have done the growl.